Hello and welcome back to the Anime Fridge. I am your host Arthur, and with me, as always, is my amazing co-host B minus Brian. How are you on this, you know, sweltering summer day, man? You know what? Um, I'm enjoying it. You know, oh, like I'm probably not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna try to not be outside until like the sun goes down. Sure, but yeah. Uh, who knows? But you know, it's summer, so shit. If you want to go to ninety. Let's go to 90. Let's take it. Let's yeah. go there. Why do you do me? Um, Why, Brian? Why do you got to do this to me? <laughs> I know. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like the past seasons have been, like, you know, really great. I've been enjoying all of them. So, maybe I'll enjoy summer. I don't know. I hate the heat. Right. Or I hate the extreme heat, you know. But, yeah, um, yep. I'm not a big fan. But, shit, we'll see. Um, the only thing is... Are they allowing um, fireworks in your neighborhood or no? In my neighborhood, yes, they are. Okay, because not in my neighborhood. They have signs all over. Really? They do not fucking pop off here. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I've seen signs up in Midville and some areas in Sandy that I've seen signs. But I have not seen signs in my neighborhood, and I haven't got an alert either to not pop them off. And my neighbors uh -huh. have been doing them. So I'm going to guess we're good for now. I don't know. Okay. Because I'm not like a... I'm not honestly. I don't feel bad about not doing fireworks. You yeah. Know? Like I, I think it's dope or whatever. But at the same time, you know, maybe it'd just be better if it would be like at a park or something. That's how they did it in California, and okay. it was kind of like a fair and like that was kind of the vibe. And um, yeah. Especially since we live in like fucking valley where like we're all popping them off at the same time. Like you know, next day it always rains. You know, just because of all of the fucking. <laughs> um smog that happens because of it that's right i mean it, honestly i'm with you i'm not i'm not a firework guy anymore when i was younger i was i loved them but i don't know just something about it just you know it, it's it's cool it's it's pretty awesome you know going even like going to the park all of that it's just not really my thing anymore but you know i know people love uh fourth of july they they love that yeah. holiday so much and i don't really understand it as like you know personally but whatever Anyhow, I mean, I feel like I'm actually going back where I'm liking fireworks more. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I used to like hate them like five years ago. Wow. But the past, <laughs> like, um, the past couple of Fourth of, of July's are like, well, I mean, maybe they actually are kind of dope. But I mean, the the sentiment still stands. I'm okay if the if they get banned for everyone and like you right. really go to park. Like, I'm still cool with that. But mm -hmm. it's kind of ironic that I'm starting to like them more <laughs> and kind of like getting into them in a way but um yeah i guess just that's the way it rolls yeah that's right well oh well so we are the anime fridge and we're gonna bring you some more anime of course and uh today we're gonna talk about finally uh vinland saga season two is it the best <laughs> season yet did mop 24 long weeks 24 yeah that's right 24 episodes so we'll get we'll get into that review see if uh, we enjoyed it but before then um a nintendo direct happened we're gonna talk about that but before that, Brian, is there anything you've been doing, you know, uh, shows, video games you've been playing? Um, well, you know, aside from Breath of the Wild, I kind of started Persona 4. Interesting. Um, and so, you know, it's a little, I mean, I feel like I've been liking it. Mm -hmm. um, it's my first JRPG. I don't know if it, is it like classified as JRPG? I don't 
I don't think it is. Oh, what kind of what genre would it be? I have no idea, but you know, I'm not sure if it is, but it life could be life simulator. Yeah, see that, that that's <laughs> that sounds right, but it's a life simulator. But um, you know, it's been good. Um, I mean, I think you know everybody goes in for it for like the story is very story driven, shit like that. And so you know, that's kind of you know, I'm a I'm a plot person. I'm in it for the plot. Um, okay. And I don't mean that like that ironically, like, you know, the other plot kind of person. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, we'll see if I like it. I mean, so far, it's so good. Um, I feel a little weird because like Persona 4 is like everybody's second favorite game of the series. Her- you know? Wait, what? Really? Yeah, because it's usually three and five are always tied for first. Right. Whoa. I've heard that four like, is the best. I don't know, man. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I I mean, I feel like there's no death set rule, but from what right. I've known is that, you know, you either like five because, like, you know, the gameplay is super good and the story's there. And then or you're like number three because, like, the the plot is super deep. I don't know any like I try not to know anything about those games sure. or their stories. Yeah, I played five, but it was like kind of edgy. I don't know. Like I couldn't get oh, into wow. it as, as quickly. We're like, oh, you're like this criminal. You were incriminated. You had to clear your name. You were <laughs> stuck in somebody's dusty attics until you, you know, you 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 set yourself straight. You right. had to clear your name, um, which it wasn't bad. But I feel like I tried playing like an hour or two, mm-hmm. but I I was just able to get into Persona Four more quickly. Oh, and, okay. And because Persona Persona Four is like kind of like, mm, like you're like in a small town um you come from the city and it's just kind of like it definitely has like you know the small town vibes mm, sure um yeah it's not as glamorous as persona 5 you know you've been in, in shinjuku not shinjuku shibuya my bad right. and um all this and that and the third but yeah so what did you hear or what was your do you have any experience with persona I don't because it's always been uh, exclusive to PlayStation. So except now, mm. I, you know, it's uh, I think it came to Switch a while back, you know, finally, and it came to yeah. Xbox also actually a while back on. So I don't know if they had like exclusive rights for a bit or something, but we're finally getting in on these other. Wait, by the way, what did you buy it on? Uh, uh, your Switch or your PlayStation? Oh, the PlayStation, because my brother got it. Oh, okay. Because he played. He he's the one that has five, and then he bought the collection with two. I mean, not two, three and four. Gotcha. And so, like, you know, we have it, so might as well. Sorry, a little hiccup. <laughs> but I just heard, like, um, same thing as you. I heard good things about it, good things about the plot. You know, people say it's a big game, you know, it's a lot to do, a lot of side quests. I've heard nothing but good things about this game, really, myself. And I, I wanted mm-hmm. to play it for a long time, and I'll probably jump into it soon here because, um, I don't know. I've been uh, I listened to a podcast and it's all I talk about is this and Tears of the Kingdom. But and by the way, Brian, I was wrong. It is a, a JRPG, so you're correct. Okay. okay. And it's also a social simulation game. So what, there's social that. Social simu. So dating sim. Let's go, baby. But yeah, you I, get I, your hair on. I have no experience with any of these games at all. I mean, you know, except for uh, Super Smash Jokers in it and you know whatever. But yeah, it looks fun. It, I mean, it looks great. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I I had no really no real thoughts I guess. Okay, okay. Okay. Well, check it out because it's dope. And so for me, I have been uh, watching an anime called uh, Hoseki Kun. Now th- this this is an anime. Um, 
it's um it's super cultural with Japan. It's a, it's about like um the after world, uh, but in Japan here, and there's a you know they have the European Satan and the American Satan, everybody, but you focus on Japan's uh after world, and um it's super super cultural. Like if it's it's worse than Gintama, like Gintama levels of like you have to under like you have to be. It's like a family guy, you know, for Japan. Mm-hmm. But it's so yeah. it's so much co- so a lot of the jokes that happen, I don't understand, but some of them I do <laughs> and it's good, but even when you don't yeah. understand them like um they animate funny scenes and you know, it's still good, but I'm sure if you understand it it'd be way funnier. But the good thing about this one too though is because um the first season nowhere to be found. Second season's on High Dive and then the third uh-huh. I think is on Crunchyroll, you know, it's one of those one of those shows oh right? so just <laughs> fucking licensing yes hell. so uh, i'm in season one right now so i have to go to the high seas and that's kind of a good thing because um the person that fan translated it when uh you know cultural references happen they have on top you know uh, like uh, what, what are they referencing so mm-hmm. it's pretty great how they do that which is what i kind of miss about fan uh, fan subs you know i feel like um there's two kind of fan subs. The gatekeepers that, you know, don't translate like senpai and they just put senpai or like, uh, you know, whatever the hell have you. Yeah. Or, what, but and then there's people like these guys that are trying to get everybody to get into anime and they give you like the references or what does it mean and all that. And I think those yeah, are the people that actually, <laughs> right. They want to have care. everybody come into anime. So it's great. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. So is, is it any new seasons coming out soon or? No, it was done by Wit Studio back in two thousand like eleven or twelve, and um, we have like the seasons, but no, no, no seasons at all. It's just it's older now at this point, I guess. But yeah, it's Wit Studio, and so they're pretty much known for doing like you know whatever they want, and then they drop it. So, yeah. <laughs> so this might be one of a, an example. This might be a rip, rip in the chat. Uh-huh. That's right. So yeah, okay, okay. But video game wise, nothing really I've been playing new. Uh, just still keeping up on my mobile games, keeping up on uh, uh, Overwatch too. But nothing new yet. So I'm thinking I'm gonna get a game that we'll talk about later here in the the Nintendo Direct for sure because okay, I've been cool. wanting to play it for a long time and now we're finally getting it. So there it is. You been eyeing it? You got your eye on it? I got my eye on it. So anything else about any shows or any movies you watched? Movies, no, nothing like no. that, huh? Okay, I've been meaning to. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna see it, but um, there's like a Korean film that's like supposed to be like really good right now. Oh, it's like um, take it like a Makoto Shinkai movie and then just kind of put it live action. Oh, and it's kind of the plot where like you know they were in love as kids <laughs> and then they meet back forty years later Ugh. and um, yeah. they reconnect. Um, but I, I don't know. I've been hearing like a lot of good things about it. So maybe it's Makoto Shinkai done right. Maybe. Um, maybe. And so, um, we'll see. I don't know if I'm going to see it exactly yet, but I know that the release is like really limited. So I better be picking <laughs> soon. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. Um, like it is, I think there's only like only one showing like a, a day at Cinemark where it's like at seven or something. I forgot what it's called. Gotcha. Um, but uh yeah so i kind of want to i have my eye on that movie still trying to see um transformers haven't gotten and done that yet Mm -hmm. but um um yeah well and there's that i mean is it called um is it called past lives yeah it's called past lives that's the that's the title Mm -hmm. a24 huh 
Is it A24? That would be dope if it was. It's A24. I remember um, when we went to go watch A Bow is Afraid, um, we saw this trailer. Yeah, and <gasps> It is. Damn, I think I have to see it now. <laughs> that's very interesting. I, actually, a lot of time when I watch A24 trailers, I have, I'm two ways about it. I'm super hyped. Uh-huh. I want to watch it now. Or I don't care. And this yeah. is the one that I don't care. I mean, no offense to it, you know, but I just, it, it, yeah. I feel like it would not be my cup of tea. But uh, unfortunately, the way it is. Like, I, I saw another movie too about uh, like these college girls um, doing art as well. That also didn't really interest me at all. Uh huh. And then, you know, my brother mentioned it seemed like it'd be a movie that your art teacher would force you to watch in art class. And I'm like, yeah, 100%. That's what it feels like. So. Yeah, my brother said this is the film that you watch at home. <laughs> like, I kind of agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I can see that. But, I mean, it, it might be good. You know, who knows? It might be a good one, Brian. So, if you watch it, let me know. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. I'll keep you guys posted. All right. So, it's been it's been a crazy, crazy month for the theater, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we just talked going about... popping off? They didn't pop yeah. off. We talked about Spider-Man a while back. Then we talked about Transformers. And then last week, we got The Flash and Elemental at the same time. And this week, Asteroid City came out. And then next week... Oh, I saw that movie. You saw it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then next week, we're getting Mission Impossible, which I don't care about. No, no. I think that's July 30th, maybe. I forget when Mission Impossible comes out, but whatever. It, you know, it's been... Oh, no, no. The next week is going to be a Teenage Kraken. That's right. The DreamWorks movie. The DreamWorks movie. So, Okay. Anyway, think- so, Brian, you watch Asteroid City. What do you think, man? I mean, the trailer looks fun. It looks like it'd be a good movie. You know, <laughs> it's so... Oh, um, God, no. No, <laughs> no, I feel so mixed because I feel like... It's just confusing, honestly. Like, Oh. I'm... Like, yeah, because I'm all into, like, you know, super deep, intertwined plot lines or whatever, but... Do you want me to talk about it a little bit? Yeah, of course. I want to hear your thoughts on it because w- I've been waiting okay. to wa- watch it, you know, but I wasn't sure if it'd be, you know, worth my time to go to the theater. So let me know. You know, okay, so it's like definitely like a good movie, right? Like I'm not going to say it's a bad movie, but like, so there's like two kind of aspects to the film, one in black and white that that you kind of get introduced in. Okay. It has Brian Cranston or I don't know. I'll just kind of keep it as low as I can impossible. But, you know, there's a black and white scene where they try to kind of um explain the creation of the film i mean not the film the the play okay um and so you know you have the author and then you get some of the actors in real life kind of like talking about um you know the play and mm-hmm. stuff like that you know and they're writing this play it's going to be his monumental piece you know like he's a super good screenwriter whatever and um so there's that aspect. And then you have like the colored part, which is like the play itself that they're writing. I mean, that they wrote mm-hmm. and they're acting. Um, And so, yeah. And like, I feel like there's like supposed to be like some big philosophical, you know, like existential, like I like kind of like identity, like kind of like um theme behind it, you know? Right. For sure. <laughs> or something like that. Like it's very like existential. <laughs> But I don't get it. Um, but if you like Wes Anderson films, it's definitely a Wes Anderson film. You know, you get like his typical tropes where like they're talking super fast. They're saying a lot of things. Everything's moving here, that and third, blah, 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 blah. You know, the color is beautiful. Right. I really like how they make it look like a set and they kind of like put his like kind of like aesthetic and like, you know, color theory into it, you know? Right. Yeah. Because it almost like it looks like it looks real enough, but it's like a little surreal. And then the color kind of plays with your mind like that because you know how like he's like 
um he plays with color a lot right he makes it look like super like aesthetic yeah and so um so that kind of i like that aspect of it um i have like a lot of like the cast is pretty big like they put the cast in the beginning it's huge dude yeah and you're like whoa he's there there she's there like all mm-hmm. that yeah dude um it's massive. yeah so like it kind of left me scratching my head but i don't think i regret seeing it right okay. you know like it's very like a six or like like a very six out of ten for me um <sighs> yeah and so it's not bad you might enjoy it more than me i think it's definitely you know like if you're interested go watch it sure um okay. It has a, and it also has like a lot of like funny quotable moments. Um, Wait, what's up <laughs> with like the quote unquote part? It's just like absurd. Wait, what? Gotcha. No, okay, no, you're fine. Go ahead. Yeah. So like sometimes it just gets like really absurd, and <laughs> you're like, "What the fuck's going on?" Oh gosh. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, give it a try. Like it wasn't my favorite, but it was good. All right. Well, you know, I'll be honest. I have not seen one Wes Anderson movie. Uh huh. So, oh, you haven't? I have not. I'm looking at his uh, his list here, and I have not seen one of them. Ju- nope, not one. Honestly, I think they're a little overrated. Really? Um, I think he's really good at direct. Well, I don't know if he's actually. Well, I think he's directing, but I think you know the colors are good, and like the directing is good, and like the cinematography. Can't, yeah. Um, but like you know, like I don't think, kind of like wise you know like or entertaining wise i've never been like whoa what the fuck he's melting my brain yeah i think Mr. Yeah. fantastic mr fox is like super cute oh yeah um, i think okay. that one might be his best one. Oh but, really okay but yeah like i always feel like i always feel like you know like it's kind of like um the art of cinematography itself it's like what's super good about it oh, wow. not necessarily like the story for me personally oh, for man. me personally. that's rough but um, I'm never like, damn, this story is good as fuck. Or like, you know, because I feel like sometimes they try to be like, you know, like super mm. hipster and whatever. Right. And yeah. Like sometimes they e- even a little edgy. And I'm like, eh, it's not edgy. It's but, not it. It ain't edgy. But yeah, that's kind of my takes. Those are my takes. Not bad. Maybe maybe I'll watch it when it's uh, know, if I know, fight our Tuesday, maybe then. If you get around to it. Yeah. I'll probably be in the theaters for a while. Yeah, it probably will be. All right. And the movie that I watched uh, yesterday, actually, was uh, The Flash. Very, very controversial mm-hmm. movie, you know. So the, well, so I went in extremely low expectations, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it was fine. The movie was fine. It's another DC movie that you know, you're like, I'm going to go in. It's going to be, you know, probably awful because Urza Miller can act worth the crap, you know, when he was in Justice League, uh, they were not yeah. good. So going into this, um, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to hate it. And it was, yeah, like I said, it was fine. But I'll tell you what, Brian, um, there were scenes of uh, CG that were just uh, god awful, man. Really? It was just so in awful. In this day and age? In this day and age, man. So... First, the first thing that was awful was uh, a building is collapsing, right? A hospital building is collapsing. All the babies fall, fall out of the hospital. They're flying. And they did the Quicksilver thing, you know, of slowing down time. Flash saves them all, right? And yeah. do you remember that movie, Son of the Mask? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you remember the baby CG was awful, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was as bad as that. Like, it was, I'm not even shitting. Like, the babies were horribly CG'd. That scene was so bad, and so that first opening scene. When you start with that opening scene, I'm like, "Oh no, we're getting, <laughs> we're getting this nonsense." Yeah. So, 
anyway, the movie goes on. Flash, you know, it's the same plot as always. If you haven't, if you know anything about Flash, this is one of the plots that he has. He wants to go back in time and save his mom, right? So mm-hmm. that, that that's that's the plot of this movie too. He goes back, saves his mom, and you know he does it, and then he comes back, and it turns out everything changed. You know, of course, that's how, that's how it works. And uh, mm-hmm. because he's changed, you know. Time isn't linear. He went off to a different timeline, so he meets himself, blah, blah, blah. A bunch of, you know, stuff like that. And, I mean, it was great because um, General Zod was, uh, he he came back. You know, Michael Shannon, he, he was, uh, he's kind of badass. And, um, you know, he goes, he goes back in time to the same exact time where General Zod comes to Earth looking for Kal-El. So, the Flash is like, we got to find Superman or we're fucked. So, they go to find uh-huh. Superman. But it turns out it's not Superman, it's Supergirl. And uh, so that was cool, too. You know, Supergirl was pretty cool. Uh, You know, Michael Keaton's Batman was really cool. It's like, obviously, the marketing of this movie was literally, Uh go watch Michael Keaton. You know, everybody's like, fuck yeah, dude. My my childhood Batman, you know, all that. Everybody wanted to see that, right? But a lot of the marketing was not about Urza Miller at all. So and then anyway, <laughs> they're trying to yeah, they're trying push to say, it down as fast like, whatever. as like deep as they could. But the problem is though, there's two of him. You know, there's two Urza Millers in this movie. He you know, like it's it's this Flash, and then there's the 18 year old Flash that he comes and that you know that grew up with the mom. So then you have you know Urza Miller playing two people. So like, yeah, it was just there was just some scenes of when. You know, a certain scene happened. He's it's supposed to be really epic and crazy. He's like, no. I'm like, what the fuck was that? But it was just, it was strange, <laughs> man. But anyhow, it was kind of it. It kind of gave the same plot as Spider Man, where like, oh, certain canon events have to happen no matter what. So like, you know, mm. they kept trying to go back in time and beat General Zod because they couldn't do it because you know it's not Superman's not here. They don't stand a chance against him now. You know because Supergirl just gets her ass beat every time. So they go back and fix it over and over again. But the whole point is that there's some things that are just canon events, I guess, like Superman, like Spider-Man, that are supposed to happen. You can't change it no matter what you do. See, like, mm. the story itself was good. That was probably the best part of the movie was the story. I feel like they had a pretty good idea of what they were talking about with uh, timelines and multiverses. I thought it was pretty good. And... But that's pretty much all they had going for it. And, of course, General Zod. General Zod fucking everybody up. You know, there's two Flashes. There's Batman and Supergirl against him. And they can't beat him every time. <laughs> and then, you know, you got Kal-El fine. from Man of Steel. He soloed him. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, I mean. Oh. So it, it's just, you know, obviously it shows how powerful Superman is. But, I mean, you know, it's just um, it's decisions that happen and blah, blah, blah. I don't know, man. It's. It's a fine movie, but you know, it's just, you know, you have to get over Urza Miller, even though there's two two of them happening and it's rough. <laughs> it's dude. even worth you have two this time. And then, oh yeah, let me mention this scene. So when he's running, I hate how Urza Miller runs. It's so bad, right? Really? I don't know why they would give him this pose to like start running. It's so strange. He had like this weird pose of like putting one hand in front of his face and the other one behind his back. It's just strange. It does not look cool. Mm-hmm. And when he runs to go back in time, you see the timeline. He's like he's running past like um, you know universes, right? It shows it. That CG mm-hmm. is horrible, horrible too. I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but it was awful. But it was cool because in the ending, it had like a bunch of universes collapsing with each other, and then you get every you know the 1960s Superman, and then you get uh, 
you know, the Superman that could have happened. And then you got Supergirl. And then we have even like a what if of Nicolas Cage Superman. That was pretty cool. Oh, hell yeah. So that's what we want, baby. That was, yes, I'm saying. Like, I think the plot was actually the best part of this movie, which is very shocking to say. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's a solid, like, you know, I, I give it a six, man. It, you know, it was. It's like the only good part of it is the plot, but the acting and the CG is just, good God, man. Just it was embarrassing. Trash. For a movie yeah. that cost this much, you know? But, mm-hmm. so, whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I feel like, I don't know. It's it's like kind of like synonymous, like, where, like, we feel like we have CG down. And so For how, sure. yeah, I just feel like DC and whatever studio, are they universal? Or, it's Warner Bros. Um we're warner bros i don't know what the fuck they are doing (laughs) yeah it's i feel it's really sad because you know um if i go back and watch the first avatar it Mm -hmm. looks way better than this and that's 2009 yeah you know what i mean so exactly so whatever yeah it's it's fine if you like the flash i'm sure you're gonna probably watch it and think it's okay like me it's okay 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 Okay, with that, Brian, shall we get into the Nintendo Direct? Sure, let's do it. Fuck yeah. Okay, Nintendo Direct happened, announcements happened galore. We got some new games, some remakes. All right, Brian, let's, let's talk about what excites you the most out of this Nintendo Direct, shall we? Okay, so what excites me the most? Or should we not, let's go. Let's go the opposite way. Something that's kind of you know cool, but and then we'll go. We'll lead up to the the hype. Let's, let's do it like that. Okay. 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 Um, so I think for me, that would be, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I don't know if it's mm, bad to say, but I feel like Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Like, (laughs) I don't know that bad. What the fuck are you doing? Um, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, God, Brian. Are you into it? Fuck yeah, I am. What's your thoughts? I I feel like. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, like I just like I'm kind of fifty fifty. I like how you can play Daisy. I love you know I love me some Daisy. Of course you do. Um, you know it's always my first pick, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just feel like it's not too exciting. But like you know, like I feel like there's potential there. Um, I like how I don't know. I just feel like do you think Nintendo's kind of like giving us these two D side scrollers, just to kind of like, um get us to wait a little bit because you know the same thing kind of happened with metroid where we still don't have metroid prime 4 or like they didn't even actually talk about it um the entire direct did they no no so like where's the new mario game but we have the 2d so i mean it may be fun but i just feel like i'm not like super excited about it interesting wow i i thought that you know it was the last thing they put on their nintendo direct obviously right and i was very hyped for it i thought it looked cool i think the new flower looks cool it's trippy yeah and i agree, oh yeah you know i agree i like you can be peach and daisy i think that's awesome instead of just you know luigi and then the two toads you can choose now the two toads uh-huh mm-hmm. and i'm i'm high for it man i love these i love these 2d platformer markings a whole lot i'm a huge fan i played you know the wii version the wii u version i have not bought the switch one because it's literally just the wii u version you know enhanced mm-hmm. so i'm not playing that one and I was waiting for this to come out and we finally got one i'm super hyped i mean the levels look really cool Everything about it looks like it's going to be super fun. I, I love these 2D platformers. I We always 100% them, me and Christian, every time. We always co-op it, which is probably why I'm so high for it. I don't know. 
but I feel like dope. Yeah, these games work good as like a co-op or even a four-player, even though you know you control each other. But it's fun. It's a fun time, and you know it's just um, I'm I'm excited for it, man. Everything about it looks okay. fantastic. Okay. So it's unfortunate that you just you know. <laughs> My I, bad. I was just kind of I was just like eh about it, and then the the whale looks kind of weird. It kind of looks out of place. I mean, not the whale, the elephant. But I don't know. Maybe I'll change my mind. I feel like I will change my mind. We'll see. I mean, the elephant's strange. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, <laughs> it definitely you know, looks super strange. They always do weird things like, you know, the hat. You can turn into whatever you want. I mean, that was a pretty weird one. But, you know, I mean. We're into the strange. We love the strange. We, exactly. We got to have new things, right? I mean, come on now. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I'm okay, hyped okay, for okay, it. For bad. sure. That's an insta buy when I saw that. I'm definitely going to get that one. All right. For the one that's, you know. Semi-exciting for me is uh, Sonic Superstars. I think, you know, here's another example of what you said. Another 2D platformer, right? 2D side-scroller, I mean. Yeah. But, you know, you can be you can be Amy Rhodes. You can be Knuckles. It's pretty cool. I'm I'm kind of... Oh man, I have not played a Sonic game since I was burned on uh, the other bullshit Sonic. I forgot it was even called already. Sonic Forces, that's right. Um, oh, Sonic Forces. That was shit. so bad. Uh-huh. I mean, this one looks... I think the 2D Sonics are pretty good. But, you know, because, like, when you compare, like, a 2D Sonic and a Mario 2D, they were back then, like, you know, on par, right? They were both so good. But then you yeah. get into a 3D world, yeah, Sonic Adventure Battle were good. And then after that, you just, like, what are you guys doing? Completely just fell off the map. Yeah, so now yeah. it's just only Mario being good. And then so Sonic is trying their best. I don't know. They're not trying hard enough, it seems like. But this one looks okay. It looks fun. I'm going to probably not buy it, but it looks fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of people were looking for like a Sonic, um, like kind of two D. Sure. Yeah. But I swear they get it. I feel like they get a lot because like you know they, they have do. origins, and so like I don't know why they think like the next fucking two D scroller is gonna <laughs> get Son- <laughs> get Sonic out of this fucking trap. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm so surprised how popular Sonic still is, even though he hasn't had a good game in blows like, me twenty away years. Too. It blows me away. <laughs> like. What the His fuck? staying power is definitely like unquestionable, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how he gets the fan base still. I mean, but fuck it. I mean, I'm still here for it. I love Sonic. Sure, just yeah. he doesn't never has any, any good <laughs> games. Yeah, exactly. All right, what else you got, Brian? So kind of also like a little medium. Um, maybe I'll say Persona Five Tactic. You know. Oh yeah. Where like. Depends how Persona 4 I might be like this super Persona connoisseur Yeah. when it releases. So we'll see. I mean, I might just buy it in November. November is hot. You know, it's like, it's big you know, we're getting though. the, we're getting the, that's when everybody's getting ready for, for um Christmas. And so, you know, we have the Persona, we have the WarioWare, we have the Super Mario RPG and the Dragon Quest. So, it, I mean, it's amongst good company. It's a fat month. Um. But, uh, you know, I feel like it's cool. We all like our tactics games and, you know, final uh, fire, like, you know, it'll give you a fire emblem alternative. And, you know, if you're a Persona fan, then even better. Right. So I feel like it'll be cool. We'll see how it goes. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not a fan of the chibi art style, you know, as you Mm. know, I don't I never did like it. Even like, you know, I remember you used to like that Rock Lee chibi crab and then the Attack on Titan chibi crab. That show was good. I never saw the Attack on Titan once, but the Rock Lee one was good. No. It was definitely good. I'm not not watching it. I refuse. But (laughs) it was good. Like, it was fun. It was a fun spinoff. Fair enough. And I think it treated itself like that. 
I mean, that's fair, but no, not for me. But anyhow, we'll get to the next one here. Um, I, I've been over, I've been vocal of how over I am. Uh, but here we go. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass again. This is the fifth wave. Uh, the only good thing about it is the new characters. You have Kamek, Wiggler, mm-hmm. and uh, Pity Piranha, which is like, it's cool. But can we get Mario Kart 9? You know, I mean, I don't understand still, but I guess this yeah. game's not going to die. It's like, going to keep bringing it out. Maybe the next, I, I think it's too late at this point, really. They might as well wait until the next generation of consoles for Mario Kart 9. You might as well just wait. They don't even bother. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Okay, so... But I mean, but, it's cool if you have if you know if you have the Nintendo you know online shit like twelve month thing, it's free for you anyway. I think I think that's pretty cool that it's free. So yeah, so I feel like I definitely I feel like this is kind of like higher on my list. Um, oh, I feel like it would be really high, but nobody ever wants to play my fucking Mario Kart with me. So I'm like shit. Like I'm not <laughs> even gonna buy it. Oh, but man. I'm into it. I'm into it. There, there it is. There she is. Yeah. So should I go? Yeah, go ahead. Um. Okay. So I don't know if you. I don't know. I feel like remakes have been talked a lot recently, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're in a period of remakes, or have, have we always been for the last fucking couple of years, or what do you think? Yeah, I think you know we've had this topic in con- for sure this conversation already before. We talked about movies. We talked about games. We've talked about. I mean. You name it, dude. Everything is having remakes. Uh, visual novels, you know. Tsukihime came out back in the early 2000s. It finally got a remake by uh, Tight Moon. And, you know, not an anime, just a visual novel, which is fantastic. But, yeah, I mean, we're 100% in the era of remakes. And I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. Like, people already want... I heard, like, what was it? Someone wanted a remake of... Uh, a game that was pretty recent, and I'm like, "What are you? What are you talking about?" Yeah, I think those are weird. Where like, I think there's like a Spider-Man remaster, and I swear that game didn't come out that like too long ago. You know, wait, Spider-Man though, the one for PS4, like the the, re- the recent, yeah, exactly, yeah, that one. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Oh my god. So like, I don't, I don't kind of get that, but but you know, because I feel, I don't know, maybe it's just because it's getting interesting, and I'm getting like interested in the remakes, sure. you know, because yeah. I'll do like you know, Pikmin one and two. I think that sounds kind of dope, right? Yeah. You know, we have the Harvest Moon. That's called different. I think it's called Story Seasons now. Um, We have the Metal Gear Solid ones where <laughs> I was into until I saw how much they're charging for all that shit. For, for Metal Gear Solid? How much does it cost? Well, I think they're doing like the whole like series. Like they're doing everything. But like it's kind of like a Final Fantasy where like, oh, let me look it up. Just <laughs> oh to make my sure God, I have please, my... dude. No. But it seems like it's going to be a lot of money to get all the games. Really? Like you're talking about like 300. Oh um, my God. Plus. So I think it's called the Master Collection. Um, yeah. They're making me do my birthday, you know. <laughs> oh part. my God. That's funny. Hold up. Yeah, it's a rated M game, right? I think. So, makes sense. <laughs> uh, now I have to enable my cookies. The fuck? Good lord. Oh okay, I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be a lot to get into. But mm-hmm. but just take this as a grain of salt. I feel like it's gonna be like, you know, where like you're gonna be in a game, you're gonna pay sixty bucks and you're gonna keep on doing that for like a little, for like the old ones and then we also have the new one, right? Uh huh, yeah. Um 
which I was excited. Like, I feel like if they put it like in the bundle, like kind of how they are doing Batman Arkham Asylum, because that's also the one that came out too. Oh, that's right. Um, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing that as well, and so they're doing the Arkham trilogy in one game, right? And yeah. I feel like that's how I feel like I would have liked it, but I don't think that's what's gonna happen with um, Metal Gear Solid. That's and so, like, shitty. you know, I'm into it because I want to play them. You know, I didn't have a chance to play with them in their original consoles. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can get into it now. But um, I'm not going to spend, like, $300 on Metal Gear Solid. Sorry, Konami. Yeah, not happening, dude. Not happening. All right. Then I guess I'll segue. Yeah, Pikmin 1 and 2. Uh, that's pretty big. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Pikmin 1 and 2. I'm going to. That's what I was going to. That's what I mentioned earlier. That I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Pikmin 1 because I don't, I don't want to get the bundle. Because if I don't like Pikmin one, you know, maybe I'm not gonna. Why now would you I got Pikmin two? Why, why <laughs> yeah. would I get? Yeah, it makes no sense. So, I've never played any of these at all. I've I've known Olimar literally because of Super Smash Brawl. That's it. You know, I never knew anything about his games because I don't think they were really popular here. I'm not sure, but I don't remember anybody really playing them. I remember our cousin Jose. We went on a hunt uh, a long time ago for uh, a GameCube version of the first one, and we could not find yeah. it. So oh he wasn't successful. No, we were we were going Shit. everywhere. GameStops, uh, EB EB Games. Remember that? That was the era of that too. And um, looking at no no luck. Anyhow, Pikmin One and Two Remaster. I'm excited for it. I mean, it's already out, so that's pretty cool. So I'm definitely gonna get the first one and uh, try it out. See how see how it feels. So they're not bundled. You have to buy them both. They're bundled. You can pay fifty bucks for both, or you can pay thirty for one individually and thirty later for the other one. Oh, that's a little weird. Okay. Yeah, so obviously you want to get the bundle because you save $10. But, I mean, you know, if I don't like it, I'm not going to play two anyway. But yeah, it seems um it's one of those games that, I don't know, you think it's too expensive, Brian? $30? Mm, I mean, considering that games are 70 but it's also for a remake. That's 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 my, that's my hang up there. It's a remake that you can probably buy the GameCube game for... I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure actually it's probably expensive now because it's I a think classic. it's probably more expensive. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, we probably spend like a hundred bucks for that. Yeah, you're done so. But yeah, it's kind of so so. It's kind of so so. I mean, might as well just save money by Pikmin Four. Just be up to date. Yeah. See, that, that's what. That's why I want to play these Pikmin. I want to play because the Pikmin Four looks really good. Mm-hmm. It looks really good, and I'm like, fuck, that game looks so fun. And I know nothing about it because I, I had that problem of I can't just jump in. Like if I play, per, I don't know, Persona, if I get into it, I got to play the OG ones. I don't know, you know. And just work your way up. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I, I had that problem. I, I just can't jump into like a game out of nowhere. Like one of my friends said, I just played Dark Souls 2, escaped the first one. And I couldn't. And I'm like, I played Dark Souls 1 first and Dark Souls 1 sucked. So I, I, I just stopped there. Uh-huh. So I don't know. But what if they're not connected? That I mean, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter for me. Mm. I just have that weird cool. like thing. I gotta just do them in order. Like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. I feel you. No, valid. It's very valid. What's your next one, Brian? Or is that it for you? Um. So. Um. No. No. Okay. So we're kind of going towards like our like most watched ones, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I feel like Super Mario RPG. You know, I've always Let's heard go, the legends. Baby. We're, we're in yeah. the same order here, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, because I I feel like we always heard the legends of Super Mario RPG, and I like I don't know. I always remember like remember watching YouTube videos about it. Yeah. 
and it just seemed like it, it was like an old title that was like long forgotten cheese yeah and and that like it was just buried and so it's weird that it kind of came out of nowhere were people expecting this no um i don't i think actually i think they were i mean because there's a list that somebody made of like anticipated rumored uh-huh. and coming and i think rumored was paper mario thousand year door then super mario rpg was part of it and they had they had like a certain amount of games that were like rumored and I think yeah. this is probably one of them, but I did not expect this to be ahead of Thousand Year Door, to be honest with you. Yeah, exactly. Since it has, like, literally no, like, it was only, like, Japan only. Pretty much. Right? Yeah. And wasn't it only on the PC or something? No, the SNES, right? Oh, the SNES. Okay. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, I'm, I want to play it. It's something that I've been hearing for such a long time, so it's really cool that they're actually doing it. And I thought it, I just kind of accepted that I'll never be able to play it. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. It comes out mm-hmm. in November too, like you said. It's a long time from here. Yeah, it's yeah. exciting, dude. Because you know, or we think we oh we think Dunk. it's right. You might get the lady thing or what? What you think it might get the lady? Oh, or what? No, I just feel like sometimes time just goes really fast. And oh. so we're going to oh, be like, <laughs> gotcha. like a couple months from now, we're like, oh, shit, we're here. We're already freezing but. in November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, you already mentioned my most hyped one, which was uh, Super Mario Wonder. So, I mean, that's pretty much, I, I, like I said, it looks, <laughs> so sorry. It looks great. I love it. <laughs> I, I love everything about it, dude. I love it. <laughs> no, dude, you're fine. Kay. No, we love it, too. We love it, too. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it for the most part. Wait, actually, before we end this, have you ever played Mario Rabbids, Brian? Any of them? No, but I hear they're good. They're way good. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten the, have you, do you have the, the latest one? I have the OG one, and I played that one, and that one, which was, I, I bought it when it was on sale for, like, I think $12 or something like that. It's pretty cheap. So oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. that's when i bought it and it was really fun it, it's actually extremely hard too I, I, that's what makes it really good it's not you know it's turn-based like fire emblem kind of game you know and it's really good it, it's it's really good yeah so i'm glad that they're supporting a the dlc like mm-hmm. it's fine it's like that one video game where like you're rooting for it that hopes that like you hope it does well and it is doing well it's doing pretty good so it's interesting okay so do you think that there's gonna be a new console soon or no yeah, I I'm, I think that's coming. That's gonna come in November. I think that's when it's gonna get announced. Cause I feel like you know we were we were talking about it where like it it kind of seemed like there wasn't like a lot of going on and like you know like I feel like there's some main titles. See that's where I feel like they're going. Where like you know maybe the saving like Metro Prime like I, this might just be like weird like hopes and dreams. <laughs> but like you know maybe they're saving like Metro Prime Four for launch. You know maybe they're saving the new mario for launch you know maybe um i don't know what series is also like overdue like i feel like you know maybe you know mario kart smash has a question mark if they're gonna do more but um yeah it just makes me think you know like are they are they waiting for something but i don't don't know i don't think so brian i don't think they're waiting for anything like that i think that's giving them too much credit honestly i think that if they do announce um, a next console, it's going to be sometime in quarter four of this year for sure. Mm. Or it could be in quarter one of next year. But I think yeah. I think that's coming soon. But I think there's no way in hell that they would delay these games. And it's just I can't see them doing that where they could just, you know, double dip. 
They can be like, okay, mm. here's a new Mario game coming out on Switch. It's also coming out on this console as well. So you can buy them on both and whatever. They did that with this with the Wii U Switch look, uh, launch as well. Exactly. So, but they don't. But people don't like that. They don't like it, but it doesn't matter because it makes them money. Mm. You know, like okay. Or I just don't. I just don't think that there's no way they'd be, especially with Metroid, where you heard about all these. You know, they delay them and they remake it all over <laughs> the again. The production. Yeah. Yeah, and I can see that with Mario Kart. If anything, I can see that because right now they're already making a lot of money with um, the DLC. Possibly. The DLC. So I think they're okay for now with Mario Kart. But other than that, I think Metroid fans are already. They already hate their lives. So I'm sure it's just same as George R R fans and fucking. <laughs> oh my god! So I don't. Know. We'll, we'll see what happens though. I could be. I could be wrong. You could be right, but no, I don't know. Maybe we are giving them credit. Wait. So was your original Detective Pikachu game? Yeah, on the 3DS, right? I don't remember honestly. Yeah, it came on 3DS, I believe. Yeah, I know. This is another. Is this a remake, Brian, or is this um a sequel? Any idea? Honestly, I didn't know there there was like a first game. I thought it was just the movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, wrong person. <laughs> I have no idea. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I there it is. There, there it is, Brian. Remake or mm. sequel? We don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. Oh, it's a sequel. Just just saw it. It's a sequel. Okay. Okay. With that, you want to get into our review of Vinland Saga season two? Yes, sir. All right. All right, all right. Let's do it. So, <laughs> Vinland Saga Season 2. So, this is an anime that was done... The first season was done by Studio Wit. And then, of mm-hmm. course, Studio Mappa said, give me that shit. So, Studio Mappa got this one. Sources of manga. Genres are action, adventure, and drama. Themes are gore and hysterical. Historical. And then demographic is uh, seinen. 25-minute episodes... All right, so it's a 24 core season this time, same as last season, which I thought they were gonna only do 13, honestly. But mm. so I was very surprised. Um, but bro, you know, they should have done 13. They should have done 13, honestly, and just because this is pretty. This is getting close to the manga, dude. So I don't know when they're gonna. Is it almost caught up? Uh, I so I think we're about in a hundred and hundred and four hundred and five. It's about 168. So. It's Ooh. pretty close, and the way that and like, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to why that's a bad thing. Uh huh. Okay, so I think you did a pretty good job, Brian, of giving us the rundown of uh, Spider Man and um, Ongaku. So I'll try to do this one for us as good as you did those. So okay. After the fall, after the ending of Villain Saga, the first season, this happens. So now Thorfinn gets um he's depressed, you know, after what happened with Asgard. So now he's at a farm now. And before that, though, we get introduced to Einar. Einar gets ransacked by a bunch of people. He gets sold off as a slave, too. But the farm owner is a good guy. He says, you clear out this land, and, you know, I'll buy the crops off you, and you can buy yourself your own freedom. So it was great. And it's, it's where he meets Thorfinn. And mm-hmm. so that's all. They, we pretty much get about, you know, eight episodes of Farming Simulator, the anime. And, you know, just, you know, a little bit of drama here and there, especially in the beginning with... Uh, the first episodes where, you know, they say, oh, slaves are bad. And then, you know, they're doing a good job clearing the forest. And then, you know, the, the, the farm hands are kind of vandalizing their property and bullying them, bullying them, you know, giving them like the leftover like crumbs of bread that, uh, you know, they're supposed to give to the farmers here, which is uh, Thorfinn and Einar. So then that happens. That's the 
the first part of that, and then we get a little bit of Canute's story. Canute's older yeah. now, and then you see him, you know, doing his own thing with Thorkel, and then he's kind of doing really dark things, which is like poisoning, poisoning em- um, emperors, right? Um, yeah, his own brother. His own brother. So that was uh, not good. But and then he's like getting haunted by his fucking dad. Yeah, he get yeah, that's right. King Suin, which I don't know how you feel, but I feel like every time King Suin, it would just. I don't know. <laughs> it, it felt really cheesy. <laughs> oh yeah, I I thought so too. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know if it was, but then, then I saw. Um, I read the manga, and maybe because, I don't know what it is, Brian. I don't know what it is, but anyway, we get some of that action, and then of course, Anar is starting to kind of have the hots for um another farmhand called Arnace, and uh, you know. That kind of goes back and forth too with that, and then mid season, oh, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to forget what I'm trying to remember what happens now. Good lord, give, give me a hand here, Brian. So mid season, you know, um, they start building the relationship with um the owner's dad, the grandpa. Oh, that's right. That's the right. older master, right? That's right. And so, but also, um, you know, they're getting close to Snake. They're getting, you know, Snake. That's right. Um. Yeah, where they're just kind of helping the master, and they're building a relationship, and the master's helping them, and um, it just kind of goes wholesome for a little bit, where like you know they're all helping each other. That's right. Yeah. And um, the Katils, you know, we have Olimar, who you know he really wants to be a soldier, but like everybody thinks he's a joke. Mm. Whatever. Oh, that's oh, geez, that's right. Nah. And Kanu comes back to like the back to the country and so just to kind of like solidify like you know get on the king's good side the like him um what's his was it the brother's name is thor's too or no thor thor something but it was not it was like thor something thor trying yeah. to trying to find it here it's like thorgan or something like that thorgil thorgil i think that sounds maybe? right but i could be wrong you know, but they have Thorgil and they all go over there. Oh, yeah, I think it is Thorgil. Yeah, it is Thorgil. That's right. Yeah, I just found it. You know, which is weird because Thorgil's actually like a really good like soldier or whatever. Which, yes, um, yeah, that's right. Up, opposed to Katil, where Katil was kind of just like, like I think um, he has like the reputation of being like this beast of a warrior back in the day, but he's really not. He's like super nice and like the Iron um, really timid. Yeah, Iron Hand can tell who can fucking kill you with his bare hands. But he's not that guy. I think I think they reveal later on that it was a different person. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of inherited all this shit, or I have no idea what... <laughs> That's right. What I, I kind of got confused with that part. But, um... But, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I think that's when things go south, where, like, the king... Well, like, Canoe started a plot against the Katil family... And mm-hmm. wanted all the resources in their land, and they knew Olimar is just like a really easy way to do shit. Cause that's right. Um, oh man, that's fucked. He's just like super insecure, but he wants to be this like big fucking like soldier or whatever, right? Yeah. And so they go to him into killing one of the king's guards, which prompts them Canute to come and invade their farm. That's right. And the, but we had the side story where, mm. um, aren't he? fucking her past husband or her husband whatever um escapes and ends up finding her they run into each other by coincidence 
And so we go through like kind of the little saga of them trying to escape together while trying to fight, you know, Katil and the and the f- farm that um, he was in. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah. In, in pretty much, and then yes, yeah, what happens then? We get an all-out war with the farm, with uh, mm-hmm. super trained soldiers and uh, farm hands. So that goes well. And, and then we'll mm-hmm. t- talk about the ending here in a second here. But I think that's a good way. That's a good spot. Yeah. So when Garter shows up, uh, which is um, you know, um, Annie's um husband. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's a whole thing of uh, and she's turns out she's pregnant with um. The, the the leader of the farm's you know child so you know there's there's that mm-hmm. happening too but Jesus man it's like it, it gets it gets pretty dark here oh, I mean what do you think about what do you think about um this scene here where Thorfinn is kind of fighting his inner demons you know and they're kind of pulling him into like the uh, you know this um this hell right and then he sees Askeladd yeah. and he's trying to fight his way out of it did you like that or did you think it was corny too I thought it was just middle of the road like there's no part in like Thorfinn's journey that like I was like whoa or like or like kind of like into it if that makes sense right mm-hmm. or like you know but how did you feel about the scene I mean yeah I thought it was okay but yeah it was a little it was a little too much you know I thought mm-hmm. it, it, it went on too long that's the thing definitely it did go on for too long I think yeah, it was like a right. whole it was like a whole two episodes almost wasn't it it really felt yeah, like, so it was, sure. I think it was too long because I think it was, you know, it, it, it gave the right message, but it went on too long. And I'm like, dude, okay, I'm over it. Get, let, let's yeah. move on. You know, let's, let's, let's go. So, which is definitely, it's an anime thing. That's an anime thing. Just elongating these scenes that are just not this long in the manga. So, you know, there's that happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then the cursed head also was, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really cheesy, man. Like, like oh. Well, it's just kind of comical in a way <laughs> yeah. where, like, canoe. <laughs> like, he always starts off laughing. Yeah, always laughing. <laughs> yeah, right. He's always laughing. He's like, hey, hey, hey Canute, are you, do you have what it takes to be king? Could you do the evil deeds that not everybody wants to do, but you as king have to do? <laughs> like, um, <laughs> like I, I get what it's trying to do, you know, where, like, um, I feel like it's kind of like kind of like Macbeth and like Lady Macbeth mm. type shit where like, you know, we saw Canoe as this like, you know, really innocent um, person like in the first season. Right. Right. You know, where like people wasn't sure if he was really cut out to be king. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like we kind of miss that journey. We don't see it at all where he does turn into this cold hearted um, kind of person. Right. And I feel like honestly, like the whole King Suen thing isn't really needed because i feel like you know canoe like their relationship is like king suin he's like he thinks he's gonna say something deep where he goes like hey could you do this and then canoe's <laughs> like oh yeah i was already planning to do that anyways and he does it right do you, do you think they have that just to like explain to the audience what he's planning like that's what it kind of feels like he's there for right it's like because yeah. if we didn't have this character here, it would just be Canute doing shit, and we wouldn't always happen. He's like, oh, you're going to do this? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's literally just there to tell the audience like what he's doing. Right. That's, that's the word I was Yeah. So, and it, it feels like dumb. a weird play thing. Like, it feels kind of like, you know, out of pocket in a way, where, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it doesn't fit in. And yeah. so, and, like, I don't know, like, you see, like, 
King Soo-win's like kind of like a really ugly head. You know, he's like covered <laughs> in pimples and like it's like really crusty hair. He's in covered in liver spots, man. I think he's just yeah, old. and and like um, they always have him in weird places too. Like sometimes he's just like in a weird ass fucking corner of the room or on a boat <laughs> in the corner of the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in like some weird like dark crevice, he's just hiding there, like just laughing, and it's just like so weird. Like I like, I know like I feel like it's supposed to be deep. Where I feel like that's kind of like the entire thing about the show. Where like I feel like a lot of it tries to be deep, mm-hmm. but um, it's just like kind of forced or just like done wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I I definitely understand where you're coming from there. Um, I feel like in the beginning, I think when we first saw Canoe, I really liked his story. I thought, oh mm-hmm. damn, he's cold blooded, just taking over everything. But and then, yeah. and then as it moved on, I, I almost, I have no sympathy for him anymore. I feel like he just kind of, yeah, you know, he's just, he's just doing whatever the fuck he wants because, oh, he's trying to create world peace by, you know, taking over the world. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I don't know. It seems, which is, I mean, the whole point is Thorfinn's just gonna do his own thing, and uh, 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 let's get into the end there, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like Thorfinn was he was better than Canoe, really. I liked his struggles and everything, but you know, it it got old too mm-hmm. because yeah, he was did. like, "Oh, I'm not gonna fight anybody ever again with these fists," you know. Aner's like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, brother, but I'm with you, brother. Fuck yeah!" It's like, yeah, you know. So I mean, there was all that, and then of course in episode 17 where you know, um, it, uh, what's what's her face is uh, our Nate's husband is fucked up and wounded so they gotta she's trying to run away and they help him and so snake and thorfinn has to fight he's like well sometimes you gotta fight for what's right you know i'm like okay well (laughs) yeah exactly uh, we're doing that so yeah they fight have a little scene whatever but you know which um obviously it shows how strong thorfinn is because he's unarmed and he's standing a chance against snake you know but yeah i mean which kind of felt like fan servicey right what Thorfinn sending a chance against Snake after not fighting for like five years? Yeah. Or yeah. It, well, it just felt like you know, like I don't know, like it. It just felt like kind of like to boost how like cool Thorfinn is, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's weird because I think you know, like, ha- like you have it with Mob Cycle, right? Okay. And usually, like, I'm always like for like not like solving fights without fighting, right? You, yeah, you mentioned that early in the season. Mm-hmm. like i always i always say that shit like i'm a hundred percent like always in favor like you know but like this one like i just kind of hate like everything it's like sometimes i wish that like thorfinn would just fight um yeah yeah dude like it, it just felt like it would have been better if thorfinn was just fighting the entire time and like, kind of like doing shit um because like i don't know every time he brought up the whole peace shit and like whatever and like i know that like because like i feel like there's a lot of good messages in this show, but like kind of like the way that it handles it, I don't want to listen to it, right? <laughs> I'm kind of just like, I don't know. It's kind of like when your parent tells you to do something. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but like if you're like cooler friend or cousin or anybody you look up to tells you, that you're like, you're super into it, right? But Hell it could yeah, be dude. the exact same thing that your parents are saying, right? But like, you know, when your parents say it, it's kind of corny. Right. 
But when your cooler figure, idol figure says it, they're like, oh, yeah, this is deep or whatever. Like <laughs> sometimes it's like the way that you deliver the message it's rather true. than like yeah. um, it's like how you deliver it rather than like, you know what it is. It's super important as well. Um, 100%. I feel like this one is taking itself like too seriously. We're like in mob. I feel like they were saying the same shit, but like you didn't get this weird like sense of like kind of like seriousness or maybe even like righteousness in a way you know you think it has to do with uh the era because in modern society i think it's definitely possible to be a you know a pacifist right i'm not gonna hate mm-hmm. anybody i'm not gonna do that i don't believe in violence but in this era where everybody's getting fucking ransacked raped killed in a second and nobody gives a shit it's kind of kind of hard i mean you know, mm-hmm. I you got I respect Thorfinn's trying. You know, his dad was the same way. You know, it's the whole point. Like he's trying to be like his dad, yeah. but his dad ran away instead of trying to change everything. You know, which I mean, which is probably the only way you can really realistically do it in this era is to run away. You know. Yeah. I. It's rough, but I mean, we'll see what they do. I'm not caught up with the manga. I'm not sure what they're gonna do after this. Um. Okay. Well, let's get let's get to um. Let's get to the ending here. So, mm-hmm. as um, as Thorfinn, they're they're fighting the war and they don't stand a chance against these like you know crazy killers, right? All they know is war, rape, and food. It's all they know. Yeah. So they don't stand a chance. These guys, they're just marching forward, killing. I think it was like they had like fifty men versus like one hundred and fifty or hundred. What was it? But it was like it was like fifty men against like. 300 or something it was something crazy like that and they didn't stand a chance against those 50 Mm -hmm. men and you know that happens whatever and then they finally retreat and you know this is where you get thorfinn wants to talk to canoe he's like i'm gonna talk to canoe because you know i can i can possibly well let's see what happens i'll talk to him see what he says so of course uh everybody there doesn't want him that to happen that's not happening you know he's a king blah 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 he's like until one guy was like they 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 have some kind of wager of okay you take a hundred punches and then you can, you know, you can meet him. So he's like, fuck yeah, brother. Let's do it. So you have yeah, you have that where he, he gets punched in the face a hundred times. He's all, you know, bloody and purple. And so he ends up meeting him. And then they finally reunite. And everybody's, you know, the rumors of Thorfinn, the one that cut Canute, the one that stood a chance against Thorkel, you know. He's a tiny mm-hmm. little boy. You know, once again, I yeah. think it was fan <laughs> service, Brian. I think you're right. You know, because, like, I mean... Don't get me like, oh, Thorfinn's so cool. He has like all he did all this shit. Blah 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 blah. He kind of like, he's like he kind of quick. <laughs> he kind of quick though. That's like that's like the whole thing. Like oh shit, he stood up. Uh, his ground against Thorko, and I'm like, I mean, he kind of got his ass beat, but yeah. Uh huh. But well, and, I kind of like what you like said over message where like, where like they they added like the whole thing where like Snake and Olimar come in. Yeah, that's right. Um, and they're like just to witness, like you know. Thorfinn take you know he's so brave he's doing like he's taking a hundred punches for like a farm that he's not even a part of yes you know I feel like that's what kind of adds like the corniness corniness or whatever like exactly the weird kind of like feel to it right that it kind of I feel like that we don't like or like you know they're adding this shit and you know everybody's so sad but like you know he has to take it he's doing it for the good of us that is stupid. Like, I hate that. When I read that in the manga that it was not in it, they were not even there. I'm like, why would they add this? This is dumb. Why is he crying? Why does he give yeah. a shit about Thorfinn? He does not care about Thorfinn. He's a fucking slave to you, dude. You don't care about this guy. He's trash to you. You know, whatever. And then 
Yeah. It goes to my next point, Brian. You're 100%. They added another scene as well. So when Thorfinn is walking up, he's by himself, right? He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to... And then all of a sudden, in this circle of men, Einar walks in and picks him up. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That happened then. That was not in the manga either. Einar uh-huh. and Thorfinn walk in together, and they're both in the circle together. And that's when he picks him up, and it makes sense. So... I don't know why they would be like, oh, Thorfinn, I got to rush in and help him. And I'm like, all these men ignore him? I'm like, yeah, right, yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stupid. Oh, my God. So many dumb scenes that were just added for, you know, crazy emotion, which is honestly ruined the scene of like, you know, let me just get past, let me, let me phase through these men. No. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It Well, I think it's weird, too, because like, you know, they put in like Snake and Olimar, you know, they were going to supposed to talk to the king or whatever. But then you never see that, right? Right, yeah. We get, like, you know, Canute's weird-ass fucking monologue about, like, I can control the waves and the seas, <laughs> but I can't. So I have to kill everybody and I have to do shit, you know, the way that I have to do it. Right. And, like, I don't know, those that entire interaction. And then it's like, what are you going to do, Thorfinn? He's like, I'm going to run. <laughs> it's like, oh, the mighty Thorfinn's going to run? He's like, yeah, that's what I do now. And Fuck yeah, dude. I don't know. Just like nothing about it was good. And I feel like, you know, what you were also talking about where, you know, the time period, right? Where like, is it even possible to kind of like consider this because everything's up in upheaval? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have in, like an entire first season that's like about that, you know? Yeah. Where we see it happen. Exactly. But then, you know, this season, Thorfinn just goes around. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to create this like, you know, mystery fucking country in the middle of I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck his plan is. But I'm creating this Vinland, like this mythical place where nobody fights, there's no wars, and like... Hell yeah, coming to America, brother. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, the best that he probably has is with his family right there, you know, back in Iceland. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a like, good point. Like, in the middle of nowhere, that's probably the, the best that he's going to get. And, like, and so, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, honestly, I... I have no idea what his like ideal fucking society is gonna be like or what they're trying to really to do. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it was, and then for some reason, right, this happens. I mean, it's maybe out of respect. I don't know if they r- really clarified Brian why this happened, but yeah, uh, Canoe does not want to give up the farm, and then so Thorfinn, like he said, he says, "Yeah, I'm running away." Then and then Canoe laughs his ass off, like, "Yeah, that's hilarious. I haven't laughed that good in a long time." And so he, he still he still pulls out. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, he, he's like, I guess you get, I guess you got me, I guess you got me there, Thorfinn. You got you me. Know, you're making your point. You got me. You got me. Guess, good laugh, brother. So the farm is yours. So I guess we're gonna give him the farm. Yeah. And so they never even really talked to like mm-hmm. to Canoe and shit. They just leave in the night. And then yeah, um, yeah, it just kind of fucking ends. It ends there. So I feel like- well, hold on. I mean, let's get to this part. So it ends there, and then you know they're at um, um, Arnie's uh, gravestone, and then uh, you know your boy is like, dude, I'm your brother now. Einar Dorfin, you're my Kyodai. Let's go. So and then yeah, it's like you said, they go end up. But yeah, another sub subplot we didn't mention was that Leif Erikson is looking for Thorfinn the whole time, right? He had oh, yeah. <laughs> he got the great value Thorfinn. And then mm-hmm. he finally, he, he, uh, he kind of hears rumors and he's like, oh, let's go over here. And he, he ends up going with uh, Thorgil and everybody to the farm. And uh, he finds Thorfinn finally. And then he buys his freedom. And then he, he has enough money to buy three slaves. Uh, and, you know, he buys uh, Thorfinn, 
Um, he buy our our, our needs too, right? He wants to, but she didn't. He didn't. Uh, he yeah, I don't think do he that. did. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even mention that yet. But and then, um, after they get back and um, our niece, uh, they find out she's with the husband. She gets her ass beat, dude. Yeah, she gets mm-hmm. her. That was by Katil, the gentle, the gentle giant. The gentle that was giant. No longer, <laughs> right no in the stomach too. Fucking gentle, fucking crazy. Right in the stomach, all the kicks, and then yeah, she she does not recover from that, dude, and mm-hmm. so she dies. But anyway, yeah, we get um they after that all this war happens and everybody leaves. Yeah, Thorfinn finally goes home for the final episode, and you know his sister's strong as fuck, and she doesn't really believe that it's um Thorfinn, it's actually him. right? Which I mean, it, you know, kind of it, it honestly made sense. You know, I think that no one will recognize him except for a mom. I think that actually. It's true. I think mm-hmm. moms just have that feeling, you know, like when you hear about the true crime cases of like when, you know, kids go missing or something happens and they have this weird feeling, you know, whatever. So I, I think that uh, I think is definitely true. So, well, go ahead. I don't know if you noticed this, but I feel like, you know, the first season, I feel like it did a good job of not feeling like an anime in a way where it felt more like a historical. Like, I feel like it, it was kind of more of a like season two try to be i don't know but like you know season one it was like you know a lot of dates they're here and there they were like in like in fights and it kind of felt like it was like a actual historical type of thing right oh my god yes brian god damn see this this felt so anime holy shit and then it did feel so anime especially with the whole sister where it was like he just kind of like it just seemed like a like a really common ass like you know anime thing it's i don't know how the tropes dude we're here yeah and so I feel like, you know, the the fucking anime really, like, changed from the first season feel to the second, where, like, it just feels like a generic anime. We're like, oh, you know, my sister doesn't, Anabe doesn't re- recognize me. She's super strong. She's going to beat the shit out of me, blah, 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 blah. You know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yes. I don't know if I, like, I'm explaining it right. You're explaining like, 100% right, because Thorfinn is getting punched and beaten by Thorkill and Askeladd, and then one punch by the sister knocks him out. That's so anime. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that wouldn't mm-hmm. happen when you got a, this this guy that's been through war and back. You know, I mean, she's probably got her dad's strength. You know, she's probably stronger than normal people. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but you know, he's fighting subhuman people in his world, in his in his like whole different planet essentially. So yeah, yeah, that was very anime. I mean. You know, I mean, obviously in season one, they mentioned, I mean, this would never happen. Like, oh, don't forget your bento, which is not a thing that would happen in, uh, you know, Iceland or whatever. No one has bentos over there. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, yeah. Exactly. It, it was very anime for sure, which I think it has to do with the anime production. Because mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, which studio did, I think, a better job overall in the season. Yeah. And this one showed more. They added scenes. They elongated scenes. I, I don't know if... Uh, you know, that hellhole with Thorfinn was supposed to be that long two episodes, you know? I mean, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, I just, it was, it was rough. It's just weird because, like, the first season, you know, the entire thing was serious. Like, you know, it was, like, true to, like, you know, what it was trying to do. But the second one, yeah, I feel like it was kind of running out of ideas, so it just kind of became anime. And... Yeah, yeah, it's you true. Know, it's true. Just kind of backtracking of what is set up in the first season. I mean, I don't like the first season. I don't like any of this series, honestly. <laughs> oh, you but, don't, that's um, right. You don't like the first. Yeah, I thought season one was pretty much almost masterpiece level. I thought it was really good, but yeah, it has like a nine in like you know my anime list. What does season two have? 
Like, um, whoa, it has, oh shit, it has high, 8. Yeah. 4. <laughs> honestly, that <laughs> is kind of high. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, but man, honestly, like, I think I only really liked Anar's story in the beginning because I feel like I did feel, I feel like they did that way better. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, because we actually got to see him, like his family die, and him kind of go through it, and him getting adjusted to like you know being a slave. Um, yeah. I feel like that was like the very best of maybe kind of like the series. Mm-hmm. But then, like you know, past you know, you know, they completely, you know, forget about the whole farm simulation thing, and kind of go into this weird like talking about like super like you know countries and like. Um, the humanity and all this kind of shit and that's where like it completely lost me i i'm with you i like the you know the first half okay for me it's the first half i liked it a lot and especially i think episode eight an empty man it's he keeps having nightmares over and over again and so when he realized i I gotta stop doing what i'm doing i thought his Mm -hmm. oath was really i thought it was really good i thought which is i think at this point in the season i'm like this is gonna be the best anime of the year by far brian and it's not even close but boy did i speak too soon because yeah (laughs) after that i mean it dropped the ball it really did like yeah all this like nonsense and you know you have uh you have Anar talking to Canoe is like, I bet you never once, you know, put down a hole on the ground so you don't know what it's like to farm up here. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. what are you talking about, right? He's a king. Got of soft course hands, not. brother. You got <laughs> soft hands. Yeah, you got those soft, soft liberal hands, brother. No, but yeah, it, it is just dumb. I couldn't, there were like scenes like that where, you know, Anar's mad at, you know, whatever. Later, I mean, the first the first half was just so much better. I like the first half a lot, even though I know you don't, Brian, overall. But I just think that, it, you know, it was good. You know, I think um, seeing went back to Earth, you know, back to like, you know, normal people living in this era, farmers, not war, war, war. I really like seeing that. And I thought it was done mm-hmm. well. And then Thorfinn's Oath, everything about it was fantastic. But after that, whatever, drop the ball. Yeah, and the manga has a 9.4, by the way, Brian, in case you were curious. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Damn. It's number eight best in this. Uh, Damn. Let's go, baby. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it also looks like shit. So fuck. Oh, just kidding. You're not, you know, when you first mentioned it, I mean, when I watched it, I thought, oh, dang, they're doing a pretty good job. But it wasn't until you mentioned it that I noticed details. And that really pissed me off because I think, I, honestly, I understand that the waves, you know, in the ocean are hard to do. I think even Wade mm-hmm. Studio had a hard time with them. But then there was the action scenes. And then there was just even, like, you know, farming and walking around. I don't, they were not that good anime. And then, like, you know, the the faces and some, like, sometime when they're far away, you had the, the far away shots. They weren't even animated yeah. properly, but I mean, Mm-mm. and especially even the backgrounds. I mean, I thought the backgrounds were mediocre. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I feel like I feel like literally everything felt bad. I don't know. This is the problem with this. I I really think that they put their B team on this and they put their A team on uh, Hell's Paradise because that show still looks good to this day. The final episode happened yesterday, and that show looked mm-hmm. good overall the whole time. So, which is you know very sad when you have. A manga that's you know mediocre i think where uh you have a manga like this that's like you know number eight best and they're not giving it the love it deserves because you know season one as much as you hate it you, you think it looked better than this i mean right yeah way better <laughs> it looked way better than this 
I don't know because it's like um, Hell's Paradise came in this core and I had the other core too as well and I think it looks equally as bad. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I th- I think Hell's Paradise looks fine. You know, it's it's okay. It's good. I think it's animated well. But and if you don't think so, that's fine. There it is. There she is. There she is. Well, with that, Brian, you want to give um, any final thoughts and then a, a rating? Or should mm. I go first? You can go first. Okay, so, I mean, we've even over this. I thought the first half of the season was so good. I was, like, telling Brian, this is anime of the year. By far, I think it's giving good messages. I liked it. But I think that after the oath scene, they really started elongating scenes a lot because they were getting closer to the manga. And then the animation was really bad in a lot of scenes. Like, even... Um, when he was in hell, like they were all CG. It looked horrible. The fight sometimes were not. The only good fight was uh, Thorfinn versus Snake, and it was animated okay still. And that was like uh, four minutes anyway. But you know, it's just. And then Canoe just. He, I liked him as a character first too, you know. And then he became this person. I don't like him anymore. I just. And yeah, and then what Brian, what Brian said, really. Uh, hit the nail on the head honestly that it became way too anime with a show like this i feel like it was like if if monster because it's right here on netflix if monster did that and you know after he finds um you know johan he's like eh, eh, it'd be so stupid like <laughs> you know like what the fuck are you guys doing it would be dumb as uh-huh. hell and he'd be like yeah johan don't forget your bento big boy even though they're in germany no one says bento <laughs> yeah. and i just thought this show as a whole, though, I'm going to give it, uh, I'll give it a six. Only because I thought the first, the first part of it was really good. And I really enjoyed it. But other than that, it's losing four points for everything I mentioned. And I just mm-hmm. like the story overall of Elan Saga. So it's really sad that they're butchering this. Fuck, fuck Studio Mappa for doing Villain Saga this dirty. Giving it minus four. I think I gave the first season a 10 out of 10. So that's really, that's, that's a drop, dude. Mm-hmm. Give me yours, Brian. Um, so, you know, I was kind of, you know, it had me in a lull, right? Because like, I agree with you. I think up into the oath, it was pretty good because I did kind of like seeing, I feel like Anar really carried oh, the yeah. show for me. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like he was like such a great addition that like kind of Thorfinn needed, especially when he was on his like little, you know, emo phase and <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like it was relatable in the beginning, you know, because like yeah. I would definitely see him having like you know PTSD and like having these nightmares and kind of like you know Anar kind of like slowly. I like how like you know it wasn't so fast too. It was like over like you know months where like Anar was kind of piecing together what you know what he said in his sleep and getting to know Thorfinn. And I feel like you know <laughs> the anime started to get really worse when we got to know Thorfinn, and he was actually like really active and <laughs> yeah. kind of took over the show. <laughs> like Thorfinn kind of ruined it. He ruined the first season for me, and he ruined the second season for me too. There it is. Um, what the fuck? Maybe I just hate Thorfinn, but that's valid, bro. That's valid. You know, art wise, I hate it. I feel like it looks <laughs> like shit. The fights, mid as fuck. You know, the non fights, the moral. I don't know. I feel like you know it's trying to say things that i like but the way that it was said or it was done i couldn't really get into it Mm -hmm. and um i don't know i feel like i don't have anything more to say so give it a one out of ten but i gotta agree i gotta give it the mappa nerf and give it a negative four (laughs) and so (laughs) 
<laughs> that's kind of it. I don't know. Um, yeah. The manga nerf negative four, man. Those are words yep. I like, Brian. Yeah, I think uh, they really did a disservice to this. I mean, you know, we have One Piece with their shitty animation, even even now with uh, Wano, right? But they just spend a lot of money just for fight scenes now, which I think... <laughs> At the right moment. I think they're doing it right now, you know, because no one gives a fuck, really, about whatever's yeah. happening. But especially when they elongate it. And, you know, I, I can't believe, Brian, you mentioned this along, I think almost like eight months ago. I, uh, yeah about gear fourth and it's happening i, I think it's happening in july <laughs> holy shit i was actually <laughs> gonna mention that how those predictions were actually true all the way like in december oh my <laughs> god that blows me away <laughs> it's crazy because like i feel like i've been like paying attention and like yeah there it is gonna be until like fucking july or like or maybe even august Could until be. they get into the new gear jesus they really drug it out and like yeah like thinking about it it's kind of crazy how many times like luffy's been knocked out of the fucking top of the roof and had to come back up honestly i thought it was crazy it's so (laughs) weird this is so weird to me i feel like i've read wano like two years ago dead ass it could be man it could be two years now i remember like being in the summer and like kind of like catching up and him like going up in the rain. It's so weird how. Yeah, I agree with you. I was gonna bring that shit up. It's bad. <laughs> it's, so... it's really bad, dude. Like, I'm another so example... glad that you brought that up because I you're... was thinking about the same thing. Dude, if you're an anime only fan, <laughs> how do you not hate One Piece at this point? Oh, if you're getting like elongated scenes like this, I really feel bad for them, man. I think a lot of people just know that Toei sucks, except for when it comes down to it. You know, sometimes like oh, because you know. People went like, oh, the Zoro vs. King fight was insanity, right? That was really mm-hmm. awesome, really good. So, obviously, yeah. everybody's looking forward to, uh, you know, Luffy vs. Kaido. And I think that's going to yeah. probably be the fight scene of the year, for sure. If and they keep... Kid versus Shit's about to go down. I'm not going to lie. Shit's about to go fucking down right now. It's going down. New season starting up soon, Brian. So, with that, you want to get us out of here for our next episode next time. Get us yeah. out of here. Check out our backlog of the anime fridge. You know, we've done the first season back when it came out, like, what, like five years ago? Four, three, Ugh. two, one. Don't know how long. Time is just a construct. But, yeah, check out our past episodes. Hit up us Hit us up in social media, Anime Fridge, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Email us at animefridge at gmail.com. Have a great day. Um, I am Brian, and that is my senpai, Aturu-chan, and uh, Jenna. Bye, guys. This curse, I can take it. I pray for the dark and ever glow.